Have a few minutes? You won't believe what you can do with it. Open a Regions checking account online in as little as five minutes. Then enjoy award-winning service and banking tools and tech that help you live in the moment. Learn more at regions.com slash live in the moment. Regions Bank, member FDIC. Broadcasting live from the Subaru of Gwinnett Studio inside the Sinesta Gwinnett Place Atlanta Hotel, it's time for Gwinnett Business Radio. Gwinnett Business Radio is presented by Regents Bank. Brave the beginning. Member FDIC. And hello again, everybody, and welcome to Gwinnett Business Radio. Mike Salmon alongside Stephen Julian from the Subaru of Gwinnett Studio in the beautiful Sinesta Gwinnett Place Atlanta Hotel for one last time. Because after today, we are moving into a new location. I love it. I've loved the Sinesta Atlanta Gwinnett Place Hotel. I'm very much looking forward to and planning on loving the new studio. They've been around. We've been here for five and a half years, but we are moving into the Gas South District Convention Center. So that's exciting news. But before we go there and introduce our guest today with a, a Sugar Hill theme, by the way, mm-hmm. uh, we've got some uh, business to take care of. We may be changing studios. One thing we will not be changing is that our studio sponsor will continue to be and thrilled to say that it will continue to be super of Gwinnett. Love is what makes a Subaru a Subaru. Our listeners can enjoy big savings and a hassle-free experience at Subaru of Gwinnett, where people sell cars. Visit SubaruofGwinnett.com and join their family today or come in and see the difference. If you're already a Subaruist, then check out their Facebook page for the latest news, offers, and community events. They may even have a new studio deal that they might be throwing out there. All right, okay. You might want to call them later today and let them know that you've I'll, said I'll that. I'll put $5 toward anyone's car. But, but speaking of synergies. Yes. Um, we were talking about synergies? Guess, guess about the, what the official bank is that the uh, Gas South District is. What is the it's, I bet it's... It's Regents. It's Regents Bank. Member FDIC. So it was just, it was just destiny that we are supposed to move. There. More on Play that it. later. Yeah. But our guest today, uh, they're tired of the gibberish. Uh, joining us from the Players Guild at Sugar Hill is Ann Mulligan. She's the chairman of the board and managing director. And from the uh, Magnolia Senior Living, also in Sugar Hill, the sales and marketing director, Debbie Mishaw. But we're going to start with Ann. Ann, welcome to the program. How are you? I'm fine. Thanks, Mike. I'm glad to be here. I love the Players Guild at Sugar Hill. You put on some great performances there at the Eagle Theater in downtown Sugar Hill. We were talking about it before the show. Harper LaBelle, who's producing, was talking about how Sugar Hill has really changed over the years. And you got this beautiful theater now. And you're responsible for putting on some of the acts and plays and things that go on there. So talk about the, the Players Guild at Sugar Hill and what you do. I'll start with just a little history. We, I was asked uh, in 2013, actually 2012, by the then mayor, Steve Edwards, to start a community theater troupe. And I said, no, thank you. I'm getting older. I'm tired. I don't want to do that anymore. And they kept after me and kept after me. So finally, I partnered with a young man named Alan Hyma, who had the energy and the muscle, and I was the brain. And uh, we incorporated as a nonprofit six weeks later the uh, uh, city council unveiled the plans for the East Center and the Eagle Theater. We were, we had no idea, we were over the moon about it. We started out in the old school across the street, which was the Bice Center. We turned the cafeteria into a theater, and for our first two or three years, we were there. Then, in 2018, we opened the Eagle with the importance of being earnest, a great play. It was fantastic. Um, word got out, 
And because of the venue, that beautiful stage in the theater, we started drawing some of the best talent in Atlanta, not just through community theater, but also uh, professionals have joined us, come back to their roots. Mm. People in film, in Atlanta's exploding in the film industry, they're even joining us and going back to their roots now and again in a show. So that's what we are. We are community theater. Um, we are growing exponentially. We have hired an artistic director and um, a marketing gal. And we've got some great people working with us now who are also making things explode. And the Eagle Theater, it's, it's like a mini Fox. It's a it gorgeous, gorgeous building. I mean, you can't believe, wow, this is here in, in the middle of Sugar Hill. How many does it seat? It's, it's very intimate. It is intimate, but it seats 409 people. Hmm. When you're on the stage and you look out, you don't feel like it's that huge. So it's very comfortable, but it's wide and it's you know, deep enough, and then the balcony, we've got 409 seats. And the Eagle, as you stated, it's kind of multifunction. They have the ability to do um, movies, probably a concert or two. As far as the Guild, uh, as far as the Players Guild at Sugar Hill, how many shows in an average calendar year will you guys put on? We do four to five. That's what we're contracted with the city. We are the troop in residence, and so... Um, we give them our schedule, kind of what we want to do this year, and we want these months, and here we go. And in those four to five shows, how many performances will you typically do in a particular show? Will it eight, run for a few different weeks? It runs, normally, it runs two weekends. Right. We'll do eight performances in those two weekends. When we are doing a musical, which we are doing our first musical give it a pitch. this year, we're doing Guys and Dolls in April. It opens on the 14th and goes through the end of the month doing three weekends on that hmm. any musical will do three weekends on and then there will be uh 12 performances something like that and for those who are listening who have who maybe have never been to a play or only been to one or two at a high school or something like that speak a little bit about community theater versus what people would see in a professional theater setting and, and kind of your passion behind that and some of the things you've seen working with a community theater? Well, most community theaters are like we were when we started. They're in a church basement, an old school, uh, a strip mall, something like that. And is it mostly volunteers? It's all volunteers. All volunteers. Generally, yeah. Okay. We've gotten a little bit different now because we have hired an artistic director uh, let's put it really honestly like most community theaters i did it all i was artistic director and managing director and everything i'm 76 years old there is going to come a time <laughs> we decided we better start laying mm. the groundwork for when that time comes but obviously as you know theater's my passion i have two passions i write fiction and i direct plays and mm. do all of this stuff um when we got in the Eagle, like I said, we got started attracting so many great actors who came when we opened, we did, we invited all the theater groups, everybody around, all the members to come see it. And I remember uh, the gentleman, Joe McLaughlin, who is a county prosecutor in Gwinnett, and he stood on that stage, says, I haven't been on a stage like this since I was in college. They all want to act on it. So pretty soon people began to think we were a professional theater group. 
We aren't. We are community theater. To prove it, we had a young man, young man, he's in his late 50s, I think. He'll kill me if I'm wrong. Um, he was working backstage, having a lot of fun playing crew, and he watched us do the auditions for Blythe Spirit. He thought, I can do that. So I said, come on tomorrow night and audition. He did. He hasn't done anything since he was a sophomore in high school. Did one play. He won the lead. He is an amazing actor. And he's been in quite a few of our shows since then. Let's say there's somebody that's listening right now. They go, I, you know, I've been in the back of my mind, I've always wanted to get on stage. What is their next step? How do, how do you find these actors? Well, we post on Facebook has become a big place to uh, for people to find us and we have a Facebook page Players Guild at Sugar Hill we announce auditions on there um, if they email us at info at pgatsh com, they can uh, be addressed be moved to whoever they need to if they're interested in auditioning they'll send them to the artistic director um, if they want to work backstage or work concessions in the theater that'll come to me and I'll I oversee all of our volunteers that way. So there's several ways to get involved, not just acting. And and when you're doing four to five shows a year, I'm sure there are some volunteers that are with you year round. I'm sure there are some that can summer's a good time for me, you know, fall and winter or not. And on top of that, uh, I would imagine also being a, a, a volunteer organization. And you stated it already, the gentleman who got the lead, who is somewhere in his 50s, we'll say, so he doesn't get too upset, uh, started backstage. So I would imagine it, it isn't all just about acting or it's not only about acting. Sometimes if you're acting, there might be other things you need to do. So so let me ask those who are interested in acting can go to that information, but what other help do you need, maybe not centered around acting? Absolutely. We have stage crew needs, people who have an interest in technology we have sound and lighting and and rigging all of this stuff is electronic now run by computers and then there are people who help do makeup and hair and costuming um and pr and front just hosting mm -hmm. ushering we work concessions we contract with the city to give so many hours a year in service to the theater concessions and ushering that kind of things for the number of hours we have for rehearsal space so it's part of it so there's all kinds of areas to volunteer anyone there's needs for almost oh, anyone gosh. to fill yeah carpenters <laughs> we you know we need people who can build a set people who can paint yeah. artists or just somebody who can roll on a background do you ever have a need for a slightly annoying podcast host because oh. I, I might know someone there is one, Absolutely. for sure. Absolutely. Mm. We do, we'll one of these days bring back another one of our radio shows. And there's always a great person, you know, great act for that, too. Yeah. I, I got to see yeah. one of, you know, I've seen several of the shows. I got to see the old time radio, one of the years uh, recently. And then uh, more, more recently, Strangers on a Train. Yes. Talk about was, some acting. Uh, and Tom, uh, the fellow I was talking about, Wade, had a part in that, a small part. He was the... Um, uh, detective, the private detective. Oh, yeah. yep, yep. And if you notice, during other scenes, he was moving scenery on and off. So sometimes you do that as <laughs> an actor in a yeah, show. It absolutely. depends on the show. 
Very cool. So what's 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 the ultimate goal for the Players Guild? Well, uh, to keep doing what we're doing, we want to really get probably toward five shows a year um, and just keep filling up that theater, letting people learn. And also a big passion of ours now is teaching the next generation. We have some educational programs that we're going to be starting and working with the uh, North Georgia Theater Alliance with the kids in the colleges and... Um, providing services for renters in the theater there's an awful lot we have on our program and and that are future goals we have a whole lot of them we're speaking with ann mulligan she is the managing director at the players guild at sugar hill and ann you just kind of mentioned one of the ways that as a nonprofit you're giving back is that next generation and in fact you kind of stated that your leadership at the top you've been trying to train the next generation of by bringing in uh directors and and people to do marketing and things like that as a nonprofit that does charge obviously there's a price to the tickets and that price helps fund the nonprofit are there other ways that that you've seen the players guild over the years and the 10 years you guys have been in existence that you are now at a place where you can see other ways that you guys are giving back to the community other than volunteering to do these fantastic shows. Absolutely. Um, we turn around, um, we, our storage space is limited. So we often will turn around and when a set comes down, who needs stuff? And we give it mm. away. Um, we give to um, other nonprofits to charities. When we did Calendar Girls, which is based on a real story, and of course they did that. a calendar, we did a calendar yeah. and we sold it. And we raised $2,500 for the Gwinnett cancer, you know, uh, arm of, of it. And anyway, we did, um, we've done a lot of things like that um, to give back. Giving away furniture off the set, that's, yeah. that is so cool because, and, and, out of a need, you you fill a need. That's you right. Know, we don't have That's right. we don't have a massive storage area, so let's give it away. And then when you figure out the next set, then you got to have people give to you so that you can have That's other right. sets of furniture. And also because we are a nonprofit, we are tax deductible in any monetary donations that come to us, and we will give a tax slip for that. We are the arts, and many businesses like to support mm -hmm. the arts, and we are definitely open. Um, I don't think people realize what the cost is to put on a show, but in the Eagle, a musical will run us very easily twenty thousand mm -hmm. dollars, sometimes more. That's conservative, and uh, so these monies have got to come in to mm -hmm. pay for the royalties, to pay for everything that we have to do. So it's important, and we are always looking for businesses. Um, we have uh, beautiful programs that we put their their information mm -hmm. is. As sponsors, we're planning some pre-show uh, film work and would have things like that on uh, their ads and many different ways to promote mm -hmm. them as our sponsor. So for businesses out there listening right now, great opportunity to get your name out there and, and be involved in the community in a very uh, a very cool way. And Stephen mentioned ticket prices, and, and I know every time I go, I buy front row because tickets are very inexpensive, yeah. especially if you compare them to oh, downtown going to the Fox, or the Fox or, yeah. Or, yeah. Right. Uh, yeah, other things. Or a comedy show that you and I went to recently. <laughs> I mean, it's you know what we paid for. I mean, for one-tenth of what we paid, we could add a front row at, you know, 
one of their plays. Then what are we doing? We need to go to the players. Well, yeah, I, yeah. Am I am. Yeah. I am. I am. Uh, and uh, as, as we do this podcast, it is the middle of, of, of March. Go ahead again and, and tell us what's coming up on the docket so we can get ready for all that so people can go online and buy some tickets. Um, guys and Dolls. And we have got an amazing cast. It opens April 14th. And um, one of the lead girls does a voice that we heard back in the 50s, the little high-pitched, funny little girl voice. And when she opened her mouth and started singing (laughs) in that same voice, it was Broadway big. It blew my mind. I could not get over how talented she was. And this was at our one of our first read-throughs and sing-through. Um, really, you don't want to miss it. We have some amazing talent in this show. Well, she might be the next great star because I know you're still fairly young as we far are. as a, a guild, but, I mean, you know, obviously I would think they go on to bigger and better productions if that's their goal. They do, and we really want to foster that. We're going to be teaching even acting classes and, and technical classes. We have a whole lot coming up that way so i hope people don't uh, don't miss guys and dolls we will soon be ready to announce probably in april when in the program our next season we have not done the final tweaking and choosing yet and to be slightly annoying as the co-host you're not willing to give us a scoop here on business radio x as we record this in i March. don't know it yet it's being presented to hmm. the board next week <laughs> So we will know. It's like you don't believe her. Yeah, that, I was, know. that was a nice out. Ann. Yeah, well done. I did. No, I really, I honestly don't know. I trust you. I trust you. I, I trust you. I made See, a I, was, suggestions. I was acting right there. You did a beautiful job. Thank you. That's Sign right. the man up. That's right. Uh, for those that would like to get tickets or find out about the classes and things like that, the website would be? www.pgatsh.com. Which stands for Players Guild at Sugar Hill. You even got an A in there for the at. Yep, we so, do. So, well, she P-G-A-S-H. actually did at. She did at. So PG. We do on at on S-H. the website. You can't use the at sign. It's so it's P-G-A-T-S-H. right. Oh, at. Oh, you spell out at. Yeah, you have to spell out at. <laughs> I, on our website, we'll have a link to their website as well. And here. you mentioned Facebook. Is yes. it Players Guild at Sugar Hill on it Facebook? It is, okay. yes. Fantastic. Players Guild at Sugar Hill. Um, Ann Mulligan, the uh, chairman of the board and managing director, thank you so much for coming by. Thanks Great so much for you. having me. And I'll be seeing you at the theater. Are, do, you go right. out, do you go to every single show? Or? I do. I'm out okay. front. Uh, every one of them. Thank you. Why are you laughing? Because that's what a director has to do, well, Mike. She, she's she's managing the first show director. Goes, you know what looks good? You know, you're, you're thinking of film where executive producers never show up in the theater. That's the right. managing director is always there. Always. And if you want to see Anne and want to see her productions, go to pgatsh.com, right? Spell out at. So, all right. Before we get to our next guest, I do want to remind everybody that uh, we talked about how the studio sponsor stays the same. Also, and you said they are a sponsor of the convention center and the arena and all that stuff. The whole district. The whole shebang is all about Regents Bank. We all know that keeping your company's financial future on track means having the right resources to support your growth. Regents Commercial Banking offers you lending capabilities and strategic solutions tailored to your needs. 
and you'll work with a team of experienced bankers, unlike Mike and I, here in Gwinnett. Discover steps to take that can help move you closer to your business goals. Regions is here to help. To learn more, visit regions.com forward slash commercial dash banking. And I'm so glad that I get to say this today because Mike is next to me. Regions Bank. Member FDIC. Yes. All right, uh, Debbie, we've locked the door so you can't leave. He uses but that joke every thank show, you for Debbie. Sticking, yeah, thank One you for sticking time. around. Well, good morning. I'm glad I'm I'm uh, next up. I let Anne take more of the airtime, so gives no, me more thinking. We're going to give you just as we may give you more. We'll just see how it goes. Uh, Debbie Misha is the sales and marketing director with Magnolia Senior Living in Sugar Hill, and, and talk about an industry that's just just growing. We have obviously an aging population, so you see almost every day it seems like you see a new senior living center uh, coming up from the ground, no matter where you go. Uh, personally, my mom lives at your senior living magnolia yes, senior does. living in sugar hill room 113 by the way oh wow hello everybody out there at <laughs> magnolia senior living in sugar hill go uh, say hi to mike's mom tell tell us about senior living what people can expect when they walk through the door um you know unless you've been through one of these places you don't know really what to expect well, I think that is one of the uh, the biggest hurdles for families trying to place their loved one into a retirement community. Uh, Magnolia Senior Living in Sugar Hill is a family-owned retirement home. Uh, we are one of three of their locations. And um, the thing that I like about our community is being family-owned. Is a big difference. It's a big difference. Well, I've met the owner. It's it's a big difference because uh, we are centered um, with our residents. Um, it's not such a great big environment where they kind of uh, are turned into a corporation. So being in a small family environment, uh, the residents are welcomed. I think a lot of times in this arena or this stage of life, when a family is researching and trying to find the best community for their loved one, there are a lot of hurdles um, that they have to overcome. So when they put their loved one into a smaller community, the resident oftentimes just feels more welcome. And, and, and can I, I'm just going to focus a little bit on that family-owned part because a lot of our listeners are business owners, business leaders. The business landscape seems to be turning more and more corporate whatever starts as family doesn't always stay as family yes and and that's actually been a question that some family members have asked me when i do a tour of our community uh, they want to know how many properties are owned do you think that this is going to be bought out by a larger corporation now if you are looking for a place to put your loved one it is important to do your research because just like we all have different homes and live in different environments be it a house or an apartment um, a townhome that also carries true when you age. Just because you're older, it doesn't mean that you want to just be put on a shelf. You need to find a place where you fit in. And we have such lovely residents in our building. They really just are seeking friendship. Um, I know that they sit in their apartments during the day if they're just waking up for a nap or just had their meal and uh, they look lonely and they we really try to bring them out of their apartment and engage with the other residents and activities that we offer magnolia so let's talk about that and specifically the magnolia at sugar hill if if 
we were to be able to be let in and enjoy a day of living. If, at, if you were, yeah, if, if that's a in. big if, yes. right? Um, but uh, imagine we're seniors, and uh, you know, what are some of the activities? Imagine, like, are, like you really have to. Yeah, yeah, I know. it's not that hard. <laughs> yeah, what are some of the what are some of the activities, and what are some of the things that are available outside of their apartments where they're living? Well, I'll give you a current. Yesterday, I was sitting at my desk, which is just off of our living room area, and it was probably two thirty in the afternoon. And um, we do bingo twice a week. Okay, bingo is a pretty common activity, but what struck me funny is it's 2.30 in the afternoon, and these folks have worked all their life to live in a nice, comfortable community with people their age, and it's happy hour at 2.30 in the afternoon. So our activities director is asking what type of wine they want. Do they want beer? They want wine. That's the limit. We don't serve any type of mixed drinks. But I thought, now that's the life. You get to be a certain point, and it's 2.30 in the afternoon. and It's happy hour bingo. Yeah. It's I happy. like that. No, really. And they'll just sit there and play for a good hour, hour and a half, just yeah. because they don't want to sit in their apartment and be bored. So, um, And now that we've met Anne and heard what lovely things they have to offer, I've got one more activity on the to-do list for them see a show about how many folks do you have there currently how many can you uh, cater to as well we have um, roughly 80 apartments in our building and that is a combined mixture of assisted living and memory care residents Um, and I think that you know when people get to this point where they have to choose a community it's important to do the research but the most important thing is a lot of times when families come to our building they are the caretakers of the the senior citizen or the elderly and they're just exhausted they're exhausted physically they're exhausted mentally um, they're trying to balance their own life and work schedule along with taking care of an aging loved one mm. so um th- I I try to spend a lot of time with the family members as they come into our building and find out, you know, what have your challenges been so far? What are your priorities? Uh, We try to focus on our care staff in our building, and that is what is, I think, special about having a smaller environment building. All of the properties in the Magnolia Senior Living uh, Group are small. The one in Sharpsburg probably has um, 80 to 100 apartments and the one in Logansville was the one the first one that the family built and there's only 50 apartments we've got a fourth property uh, opening in Dawsonville and it'll be probably early to midsummer Hmm. and and as far as you you talked about the bingo uh, as far as kind of physical activity um, what what kind of facilities are, are are on the campus is there you know, workout area, pool, yes. just kind of talk a little bit about some of those. Well, it'd be amenities. great if we had a swimming pool, but um, no, we have Probably a move. some liabilities there. Yeah. Yeah. A little uh, bit, a little bit. <laughs> a little bit. Um, we could do the zero entry, with you know, so the walkers could make it down into the pool. Uh, no, uh, seriously, we have a very nice beauty salon in there that'll service the senior citizens. They can do a style cut and color. Um, we can do a nice hot shave for the gentleman. Um, in our beauty salon so that the movie theater one of the things that sets magnolia apart besides the smaller environment is our all-inclusive pricing and this is an important factor for families to know up front because a lot of times if their loved one goes into a memory care environment as that person ages 
the care level increases and it makes it very difficult to budget for that family. So if a person were to move in as a resident to Magnolia in memory care, there's a set price based on whether it's a studio apartment or a shared apartment with another uh, resident. And um, you just know that that price on the lease is the price that you will pay for the duration. So sometimes there's a cost of living increase, but as the person ages, the care level goes up, but our cost does not go up. And you mentioned the studio apartment, and there's obviously one-bedroom places, and I don't know if there's a two-bedroom place, but I do know there's like a couple, a husband and a wife that oh, live yes. there as well. Yes, we do have a couple of apartments that um, have a one-bedroom, and it makes it nice if one person wants to go in and nap while the other one's watching a program or out and about. Um, in our assisted living area, we have such vibrant residents and that's something that's really important to remember as well just because you're moving your loved one into a retirement community does not mean that you're putting them on a shelf and they're all done you know these people have needs just like the rest of us they want to engage with each other um, participate in the different activities and still come out of their apartments and and speak with their friends and you mentioned uh, because meeting Ann here and and the fact that the Eagle Theater is there that so let's talk about, because apart from the campus, especially the Magnolia Senior Living Center in Sugar Hill, such a great location, what are some of the uh, possibilities for the residents to go places for the for the center to help get them where they need to go, especially in the Sugar Hill community? So two, two different ideas in that realm. Um, if a resident has a doctor's appointment and the family is busy at work or cannot take them, we offer transportation as long as they give us a heads up and we can put it on the calendar. We can take them to their appointments and wait with them, bring them back to the community. Also, um, usually once a week, they'll schedule a lunch and a shopping expedition. Their favorite stores are Hobby Lobby, Walmart, uh, different stores where they can just go in and still engage with their friends and show their independence just because they're not living in an apartment or a home like the rest of us, they still have their needs and they want the independence. That is what's so important about choosing the right community for your loved one. I hear the dollar store is very popular as well. Oh, it is, but yeah. that's okay. You know, yeah, I mean, no. the, I really, I, I think that the generation that lives in retirement homes did something right. Uh, they're they're not um, just going out and spending on their needs. They say I don't want you taking them to Neiman Neiman Marcus or any place yes, like that. No, no. They well, we won't take your mom there unless she has your credit card. But uh, no, Ooh, they, now <laughs> you're talking. They, uh, we can make that Harper and I can make yeah. that happen. And, 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 and on that note, as far as budget is concerned, we do have a lot of different options where we can help the families overcome that hurdle. Um, a lot of times there are Social Security benefits, VA benefits, um, different pensions and whatnot. And we will try our best to work with the family to offer pricing that fits in their their budget. Uh, Debbie Mishaw is the sales and marketing director at the Magnolia Senior Living in Sugar Hill. You mentioned giving tours. I would recommend anyone that's thinking to at least, definitely, you know, yes. as, as you said earlier, do your research, definitely go on a tour because we did that before we saw, and we saw several places, but you, when you walk in Magnolia, it still has that brand new smell. I mean, it yes. hasn't been around very long, um, it, but it's gorgeous. You walk in, you get the big old library area, uh, some offices, of course, but the, there's a bar area with big TV and all that. So uh, you, it's really 
worth seeing a tour. It's funny you mentioned the bar. Um, when I, I'm relatively new at Magnolia when I showed my family the pictures, uh, my young adult children's mom, is that a bar in the background? And it is, but that's important to them. You know, just because they're not living in their own individual structure, they still want the same freedoms and independence that we all have. But our building is only three years old. We do have a beautiful courtyard area where the residents can go out and participate in activities and whatnot. We have a beautiful dining room. Um, and then again, the movie theater, the hair salon, there's a lot of very wonderful things that they offer. And, and I think senior living, it, it, as Mike said, to start this interview, it's a, it's a massively growing area. There, there are places popping up all over the yes. place. And I think it's one of those things where they're not all the same by any stretch of the imagination. So apart from talking about your location, let me ask you as someone in the industry, as someone is doing their research, can you give a couple of tips and pointers? Uh, it's not just about the nice pictures. It's not just about, and the bar is great, but it's not just about it. Get, can you help someone who might be just starting down this journey and listening to this interview, give them a little bit of advice uh, as they search what they should be looking for, maybe a question they should ask at each location that they wouldn't think of themselves? Well, unfortunately, budget is probably the biggest priority uh, for any family. So there are lots of places out there that offer um, the independent living, assisted living, and memory care. Those are the three general areas. But um, you have to look at what are the needs for your family member, mm -hmm. and then what is the budget? And what type of environment will they still thrive in? Because um, like both of you have mentioned, our building is small, and it's a family-centered environment. Um, if your loved one would be comfortable, then we're the place for you. If they want a little more independence and a great big environment, because maybe they're used to living in the city and they're not ready to, to downsize, so to speak, then you have to go and look at a different community. But you're right, they all um, have the pros and cons. Um, if you compare us to another place in an area, it would be apples to oranges. It's really just best to see how your loved one would fit mm. in our environment. And a good thing you brought up is if you're looking at something potentially long term and there's a memory care, yes, ask sir. about the all in price or the, oh, that's the price. So that, important. That's a huge selling point for you guys. Yes, I've seen in um, other environments where I've worked that people will move in at, at perhaps $3,000 a month for their rent. And by the time um, a few years down the road and their care level increases, they're easily paying $8,000 a month. And that is something that uh, Magnolia holds true, is the price that you sign on your lease is the price that you will pay. All right, Debbie, for those that would like to find out more information or come by, take a tour. Where, oh, I invite them. Yes, Where please. should they go? Okay, well, you can find us at 422 Riverside Drive in Sugar Hill. I'd love to meet you in person and give you a tour of our lovely building. Or you can check out our website at magnoliasl.com. Magnoliasl.com. Uh, Debbie hey, Meshaw, thank you so much. Yes. The SL stands for senior living. Just, just Okay. Just want to show. Yeah. I still got it, man. Still got it. They're not ready for senior living yet. <laughs> oh, that's an official, that is an official informed opinion. Thank you, Debbie. I appreciate that. You're welcome. Thank you for having me. It's been a pleasure. It's been a lot of fun. Thank you so much. Uh, anything else you'd like to add, you know, to the comedy show here? Can we have our own two-man act, uh, Anne, at the uh, Players Guild there at the I Eagle Theater? I think you should. I think you oh, man. Yeah. You know how many tickets we'd sell? I Seven. 
Seven. That's about twice as many as I thought. Well, you I'll know, bring I'm, my seniors and, and we'll up it to 25. There we go. The they, be- can, they can all heckle us while they're having some beer. Well, the, the good thing is half of them won't be able to hear us probably. Hey, now, come on. Yeah. They, we uh, make sure they they bring their bring hearing, their hearing aids, aids. Absolutely. Their yes. See, that was ageist right there. No, after they t- have to hear us, they'll be taking those hearing aids out. <laughs> <laughs> the question would be, would your mom come to hear our two-person comedy oh, act? Oh, God, no. Yeah. No. Now, if I could get Elijah on stage with me and we could do Abbott and Costello, who's on first, because he's got that memorized, man, that, that would kill. But he he doesn't perform it in front of people. All right. I uh, want to thank everybody for uh, tuning in. If you're still listening, you probably started. What stop, are you doing stop. here? You, we've got the good part of the show over. The guests are done. Thank you, Harper LaBelle, for uh, producing. He'll be back in the catbird seat next week. Because, and, you know, you guys are so good at together. And I would like to say, I would like to thank Sinesta, uh, Atlantic Gwinnett. Yes. They've been a great host. They've been a great place for us. We we have loved this studio. And now it's time to, to say goodbye. Say goodbye. Yeah. Um, they've been family for five and a half years. Yeah. But we are excited. Again, our next show that you hear will be from the Gas South District in, uh, in, in I want to say in Sugar Hill. No, it's in Duluth off it's Sugarloaf Duluth. Parkway. Just next to Sugar Hill. But again, the thank you to our guest, uh, Debbie Mishaw with Magnolia Senior Living in Sugar Hill and Mulligan with the Players Guild at Sugar Hill for Harper and Steven. I'm Mike. Do you have anything else you want to say? Member FDIC. <laughs> we'll see you next time here on Gwinnett Business Radio.